British Spurs Stadium. It's Lovely fucking enough. wonderful, isn't it? Sick, isn't it? So nice. Look at it changing colour. No, I think it's the best stadium in the country. Fucking hell. Do you see that Solskjaer lost? Uh, no. <laughs> Start again. Okay. <laughs> Ronnie O'Sullivan. To, to uh, yeah, an amateur. amateur. Yeah, yeah. What, what is this? First, amateur first, hour. First ever amateur to get rounds to get into the first round of the Crucible. Yeah. Wow. Um, ever. And he beat O'Sullivan. That's, for, that, that's yeah. fucking insane. It's mental. He's not even got a world ranking. It's fucking mental. Like, and he's English. Even me or you just fuck yeah. it up. Just Maybe he's new on it. Yeah. Best player that's ever lived. How old by an amateur. 18, I think. Might be a bit older. I might have just assumed you later. I reckon he might Wait, if you do that, you rest on your laurels for the rest of your life. Like, yeah. He's probably yeah. from Plessis. He probably learned how to take pool. Um, he just jumped in. Oh, this is a big pool table. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the? <laughs> where are all the jugs? <laughs> <laughs> I've never played where you don't have to scrape up against the wall before. <laughs> Who? James Cahill. Yeah, oh, I was twenty-three. Went to, yeah, I went to school with him. That was my mum's maiden James name. James Cahill pulled off the biggest shot in crucible history as he completed an astonishing first <laughs> round. That's, that's how that works. A 10-8 <laughs> win over five-time champion Mario Sullivan. O'Sullivan trailed 5-4 overnight and increasingly rattled world, champ- world number one slipped 8-5 behind, missing countless opportunities against a 23-year-old qualifier. Jade O'Sullivan then somehow found form, making breaks of 104 and 89 to bring it level. But Cahill, who doesn't even have a world ranking and is the first amateur to make it through qualifying for the crucible, Showed remarkable composure to get over the line. O'Sullivan was set to go 9 8 ahead, but missed a relatively simple pink and allowed Cahill to clear up. Always missing the pink. Now, I love (laughs) you listening to you read off BBC Sport (laughs) articles, but we should probably talk about football, I reckon. Yeah, that is our area. I mean, it's literally not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more of a snooker man myself. Ooh, and that's a bad miss. Cool. Um, football, football, football. So last week, hello everyone. Hello, we're back. We're back. We're so last do a week, proper one. We, it was only about twenty minutes long because, um, and we'll get back onto long, huh? <laughs> it was only twenty minutes because we got disrupted somewhat by one of the greatest games of football to have ever taken place. The best game I've ever seen. I think none. In terms of drama. In terms of everything. And those the people out there saying the VAR would make football boring. They said it was the best prim, um, best Champions League game ever. Yeah, I think it's the best Champions League game ever. Yeah. I think that's better than... Oh, bless you, mate. Hey, fever oh. time, isn't it? Nah, it's a nice oh, snotty hand. <laughs> I think it's better than... <laughs> oh, I got it. We don't have drugs. We're all on bad. <laughs> I think it was better than the World Cup semi-final. I think Which it was... was the, we lost that. Yeah, I know, but in terms of like... Wah, it, but, actually, yeah. it had a real wah factor. It did have a wah factor, yeah. Um, Istanbul, better than that. Better than Istanbul. Yeah, fuck yourself, Liverpool. Although that was a fucking good game. And so better than the fucking the Champions League. At yeah, the, the old fucking Gerrard final in the FA Cup when he banged those. Against West Ham. Yeah. yeah. That so was, I was talking. That was a about. sick game. I got that on DVD somewhere. Did you? You're yeah. a Liverpool fan. Uh, my little brother used to support Liverpool. When he was in Liverpool. Don't talk to him. Um, I was talking to Jake about whether I thought whether it was better than Istanbul and I think because I haven't said it was the best game of all time yet but I have said it's the best game I've ever seen and in terms of being fully engrossed in a football match yeah. that's the best game I've ever seen because when Istanbul happened we were like 11 it was yeah. so like it was good but you didn't really understand the magnitude of what was happening whereas with that it was like, wow, I think we're really watching this, and this is really fucking of, mental. The number of times it just changed. 
yeah. the, the momentum switched. And it oh, was shit, in look. the first half. Hudson like, Doy expected to go sur- undergo surgery and ruptured Achilles tendon. Yeah, that was new. fuck. Yeah, but, uh, but with that game, it was what it's been said. It was like a basketball game in that first it's half an hour. Well, actually, the first half and for good chunks of the second half as well. There was so much space. I mean, I think Spurs were quite lucky at the end of it. If the if it was flipped and I was a City fan, I'd feel like really hard done by. Yeah, definitely. It was like watching two ten-year-old, eleven-year-old boys who have just learned how to play FIFA a little bit properly and have it on really fast-paced settings and just go fucking hammer and tong yeah. to score as many goals as possible. It was, it was phenomenal. But, yeah. I would, but you say City feel hard done by. It was all done by the letter of the law. Yeah, it was. So, yeah. Yeah. so, so they, they can't have any qualms. So, so just get over they it. They can't have any qualms about but it was yeah. quite a cruel yeah, way to go. Yeah, it was a cruel way to go, but I mean, I don't that's care. because the goal was in the last minute of the game that got disallowed. If that had been disallowed in the middle of the game, it, it literally yeah. wouldn't have been, been a talking point, really. Well, it would have, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it just added to the I, draft. I was so you sad for a bit. You could have been very happy. You could not write that draft. Well, Kath fucking heard us screaming from outside the yeah. house. We were going <laughs> a long mental. way away. It, you just that will never happen. There will never be a game that is that. Like, I, th- I tell you what, like Spurs Ajax in the next round. I reckon that's going to be just as open and frantic, and I can't fucking wait. I don't think it will. Actually, be. I can't wait. It was, it was very, stre- it was really stressful. It was it like was, properly end to end. It was, it was great in hindsight, but at the time, I was really not enjoying myself. No, no. And you really stopped enjoying yourself when City were winning as well. Yeah. It really stopped enjoying yourself. <laughs> but just that moment, there's no. I don't have the vocabulary to explain the uh, like, the emotion of epic. It, <laughs> stop saying epic. <laughs> you say epic. like. Sterling did the goal and everyone saw it coming and everyone was like no why have you done that thing Ericsson sell him and then yeah like calling for him to be killed and then he did the goal and then the commentators are going mental and then Pep's going mental throwing his his clothes and then it just stops and then fucking Poch fucking oh my god it was just remarkable the change in emotion from like rock bottom to the Toppy top top was just toppy, yeah. Top, you top. really don't have the vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Top, top. Abject to... despair to unbridled joy. <laughs> I've been trying to think of a way to put it. I reckon week. you had it first. Toppy top top. Toppy top top. I feel toppy top top. It yeah. was just I was exhausted and yeah, yeah, I, I was, was fucking drained. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I slept very. Well, I had such a stress headache. <laughs> it was just I had chest pains. It um, really was. The but we move on to most enjoyable any, thing. Really, any other? Well, Ajax obviously knocking out uh, Juve and Spurs Ajax in the next round, which is going to be sweet. They are definitely two underdogs, so they'll mm-hmm. definitely be an underdog in the final, which is yeah. great. It's always good. It's a bit like uh, the World Cup in that sense, because Croatia and England, no one really no. thought either team would get that far. No, um, I think Liverpool have got it about them to beat Barcelona as well. Love to Barcelona see. are very good. Mm, I think Liverpool really are very, very good. I think you have an English bias there. No, I, I know. I'd rather have Klopp managing my team in the Champions League than Pep Guardiola at the moment. Mm. So, <clears throat> don't know where I'm going with this, but um, <laughs> that's the just. I'm just that saying, hang like, that's the bad time was. <laughs> <laughs> so the tagline of the podcast. Out of, uh, you know, everyone goes on about 
Well, Liverpool and City are like the two best teams, and potentially two of the best teams in the world at the moment. Yeah. And got two of the best managers in the world. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather have Klopp at the moment than Guardiola. Klopp's never won it. Has, and the only reason he has was remember because he had Messi yeah because he had Messi and there was that semi that semi final against Chelsea yeah where that ref just didn't give those two blatant penalties and he did win one, it what three times I think it was only twice I couldn't tell you I'm not going to pretend no. to know who knows anyway he's won it more than Klopp it's a mystery but at this yeah. moment yeah. in time I'd rather have Klopp because yeah. he got Guardiola got his are we still talking about it? Spurs and City? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you are still um, in the conversation. Sorry, I was, <laughs> I, was, I was just watching, checking the update on the Saints score. Uh, he got his tactics fucking so wrong. And what, Poch- Yeah. And Poch- well, he lost it in the first leg. Yeah, Pochettino, first leg. F- first leg, I haven't watched much of Spurs this season. First leg, Spurs were fucking brilliant. We, Pretty me and Leo watched it. Yeah, I didn't see it. And they were really, really good. They countered everything that um, City did and also took the game to City I thought I thought it would be the other way around Spurs would hold off a bit and be like let's just assess the situation here and take what we can get but actually they went out they nullified the whole of fucking City's game plan and uh, smashed them do you think that's why Pep ditched his normal Champions League tactics and just went fuck it we'll just go Premier League plan City get out there score as many as you can Fuck trying yeah. to like after that first leg if they well they obviously won like say another five didn't score yeah three that's why we were like fuck it we'll just go all guns blazing which obviously led to yeah I think chaos football the <laughs> reserved approach that he tends to take or often takes in big games in the Champions League just doesn't don't don't really pay off um, and <laughs> like it, I, it was the right thing for him to do to to play the expansive city it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make sense to change your tactics no. because no. you are the best team and in they were very close to going through yeah. while yeah, sustaining a deficit in the first leg so if you, out of all the teams it. that in Europe Man City attacking on their day are probably the best yeah, yeah they're one of the best any teams team in Europe so why, why not just why not every game just go out there and be like look just go and score those goals. I don't think any player in the world has the fitness to do we, that. Yeah, we must say games we, we must Well, their squad is fucking massive. But we are right at the sort of crunch, crunch yeah. end of the, and the also season. Like, and their depth is like, bring Delft and... Yeah, Foden but in. they could win four trophies. They, they were on for the quadruple. I think they tried. Uh, they gave yeah, it a good old... I don't, yeah, like, I don't, I don't think that's why he does it. I don't think he looks at the Champions League and goes, I'll give him a rest in the Champions League and let him sit. No, obviously it. not, because that's but, the trophy that yeah. he was brought in to win. Yeah, absolutely. But I do think they, there has, that they can't play... Like, they couldn't play fucking 38-plus cup games the way they played against Spurs in that game. They'd all have heart attacks. Yeah. They'd all be dead. And you never know, they might not win anything else this season. They'll be left... Drink their caribou juice. <laughs> um, yeah, what a game! Um, yeah, the best game I've ever seen. And on I, a subject, you'd have to go some to top that for me. That's yeah. just actual heart palpitations. Yeah, it's so great to see English clubs um, putting on a good show and giving the English game. We could game. end up with a all English final in the Champions League and an all English final in the Europa League. We could. Mm-hmm. That would be, be fucking amazing, brilliant. wouldn't it? Yeah, and then we'd have an all English um, European Cup Winners Cup yeah. final, which would be oh, even, yeah. would be really cool as well. Yeah. 
Because that would be brilliant. Bring a bit of meaning to that trophy. They'd have to give us a fifth Champions League place there, wouldn't they? Yeah. And on that note. And on that note, or Champions League League spots. Champions League. Champions. You going to sneeze? No. No. Um, it's getting a bit tasty in the in the Premier League, isn't it? <coughs> Barely Not tasty in the everyone's winning and playing brilliant football. Quite the opposite. Everyone seems <laughs> to be dropping points. And Are you won't say something, Ralph. They're all on. <laughs> are they all? Two teams on sixty-seven. So you've got. If we go from, are we including Spurs in this? Yeah. Okay. Spurs are third on sixty-eight. Chelsea no, fourth on sixty-seven. Arsenal fifth on sixty-six. United have fallen off a bit. They're sixth on sixty-four now. Mm-hmm. But there's three points. Well, there's four points separating third and sixth, and there's three points between the three teams battling out for fourth. Yeah. Chelsea have played an extra game. Um. Yeah. yeah. So four games left. Who's going to take up the spots? Well, what do you think? Because it's been remarkable. I mean, Spurs losing at City. Disappointing, kind of. I thought maybe we'd go out there and get something from that. I did as well. After the Champions League, I um, think Tottenham and Arsenal will get it. I don't think United will. No, I, 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 think, I think United are. I don't think Chelsea will. I think Arsenal. Arsenal seem to do this every year, don't they? They just get to. They realise, oh shit, we might actually miss out on top four. Let's just get it. I know last year they didn't, but. Well, Wolves aren't going to get it, and you're not going to have to get a Wolves tattoo. That was around. top seven, top six, I said. Was it top six? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's still not good. Um, so, Arsenal drop points to Palace at home. Mm-hmm. Their away record has been woeful. And then they As is United's. Yeah. And then they went and lost 3-2 at home to Palace. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea drew two all with Burnley. Who apparently were playing anti-football. Mm-hmm. Which is that's, just football. Yeah, that's just a tactic. To, <laughs> it's just a type of football. It's yeah. just a type of football so that you don't let the, the, yeah, the opposition win. What are managers brought into football clubs to do? Mm. Answer my question. <laughs> to win, not look games. What did Sean Dyche do at Chelsea? You're not, not lose. So, what, what has he done wrong? What, do, what, what does Sab, uh, Sarri and David Luiz want him to say? Like, oh, mm. sorry. Yeah. yeah, sorry for gaining sorry for doing my job and keeping yeah. my team up. Sorry, I didn't come here and try and out football you at Sarri Ball. Yeah. Don't question Sean Dyche, right? Sorry for not having the resources that you have with your endless pockets. You, yeah, it's a very weird thing to say. Like you, you didn't like you don't have to be outplayed to not win. They they were just out yeah. tacticked. It was yeah. good. And it wasn't a nil-nil ball draw. They, and they, Burnley were winning. Yeah, like they didn't just get there and just hoof it into Rose Ed every time they got near a player. <laughs> they should have. Like, they scored two goals. They scored two good goals. There were some fucking crackers in that game. And then they shut the game down. Did you see Higuain throwing a hissy fit when he was subbed off? No. He threw a bottle and was like, bad at the ball, but bad. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's, he's not, not he's Italian. Not Italian. Just, uh, anyway. <laughs> He, he looks plays, Italian. He plays in Italy. Yeah, I just feel like that's where he got his accent from. Nepalese. 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 Argentina's where he got the attitude from. The bottle throwing attitude. Dirty Argentina. Yeah. So, uh, well, on our screen at the moment, we've got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer looking, looking quite, studio. quite tired. I don't think he's tired enough. Um, so, yeah, we talked about Chelsea dropping points, talked about Arsenal dropping points, talked about. Spurs losing to City. Can't really blame them for losing to City, but they did lose to City. Um, United 
probably the worst result in the last few years. Do you know? know. In Possibly. terms of the way they played, have you watched any of them? No, I haven't. They're seen just lacklustre. Doesn't go far enough. To just, they just did. You know when commentators are like they're already on their holidays. Like like they're they're in summer recess. They're just, done. They've left the building. And Ollie said it. There are a few players that aren't going to be there next season. You see that stat. Adam Johnson has got more assists than Jesse Lingard in the league in the last six years. <laughs> and Adam Johnson's been in prison for three of them. He wow. really has. Also, uh, there's a stat. Everton ran something like 4K more yeah. than Man United in the first half of that game. Wow. Yeah. Do you think Solskjaer should come out of retirement? Well, put no. himself up top? Yeah. Maybe. Might be able to... Bang a few. Yeah. If they got, got Lukaku and Rashford. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're just all tired, but I don't think that's an excuse for a modern-day footballer who's no, earning six-figure salary a week. No, I don't think it is. And I, I think the weird thing is, there was absolutely no pressure to give him the job mid-season. He was he was brought in until the end of the season as an interim. If you're going to give him the job, that's fine. He was doing really well. Yeah. It's perfectly justified. To give, it's still justified that he got the job. But there was no reason to change things at the point they did. They would have and just give him a contract. They they would have just got it on. Done it on feeling and from yeah, but he's from the club. He's managing the whole club on feeling. The whole thing is every interview he gives, every result is talking about the glory days, talking about Fergie, and talking about the man, and talking about like the Man United feeling. Did you see that thing on Twitter where it was like Rashford and Martial asking for advice on how how to move off the ball? And then Solskjaer replies and says, "You've just got to do what Fergie would have done. It's the Man United way." Yeah, but in, in really? that, no, because that's all he fucking talks about. Yeah, in, like, what's he doing as a coach? In their defence, in his defence, the, the, the Man United fans have been banging on for a long time now that we need they need to get the identity back in their club, which is the so-called Man United way, which is what Fergie instilled in the club for like twenty-six years, wherever it was. So he has. A point to talk about that. But it's underpinned by, like, strategy and yeah, a certain level, and they haven't got that moment, which is why. Um, I, I mean, I've fucking said it so many times. Man United's team is not good enough for Man United. They're the biggest club in the world, and they have a group of bang average footballers just prancing around in their fucking shirt. And it, it was clear to see against Everton that their team is just not good enough. And Solskjaer knows that, he, but he needs to be given time. Like, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. he will be a good manager. And he, I think, he said in his interview the other day that he wants to succeed at the club. He said, yeah. "I want to succeed here, and there are players that are going to have to go, or something like that. it was something along yeah. those lines." Yeah, and that, like, he he knows that everyone everyone knows that he knows that. Jose Mourinho knew knew that. It's Jose Mourinho didn't fit the character of the club, whereas Solskjaer does, so he'll be given some time. But he's also been talking about the attitude of the players. I just, I mean, it's, it's really cliche and Too classic much of when he was. But they need what you, you got to think when Ferguson had his best days, let's say, when he brought through that class of '92, wasn't it, or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. And he had a core to his squad for the next 15, 20 years of players that came through the club 
um, from when they were 11, 12 years old. A lot of them were from Manchester, a lot of or around the area. A lot of them, um, a lot of the nippers that came through and played just the odd game for the first team um, knew everything about the club and were like Man United fans from kids. They just loved Man United. They loved Ferguson. They loved everything about it. You can't. But are you, you saying you, that's what they should do now? That you can't just go out and buy that by no, signing Pogba. Also, just, that doesn't happen all the time. You can't yeah, that, like, stumble around. You can't stumble upon these things. No, you can't stumble upon these things. And but, also, but that like, was built. McTominay, fucking Lingard. A lot of players coming from. No, they're not good enough. And they're getting given a chance just so, because they're from Man. They're, so this just is what they I'm saying. The this is what I'm saying, Ralph. I don't think someone's hard enough to be like, no, you're not good enough. No, but this is what I'm saying. I said this a long time ago. When Ferguson left, they should have stuck with whoever they got in, which was Moyes. They should have stuck with him and let the whole club build again. Yeah. Ferguson, when he took over, it's a prime example. They, he had really shit first couple of seasons. Yeah. They gave him time. He built a club. He built. Uh, he brought in youngsters. He used to go to young footballers' families and meet them and say, look, we'll move your whole family to Manchester. We'll give you a house. We really want your son to come and play for us. And when he's older, he'll be playing for the first team. And he did that with several players. And then it created an atmosphere around the youth academy, the under-23s, the reserves, the first team. The, 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 the guy at the top who's in charge cared about everything and everyone. And, it, and then so they gave it back to him. It was clear to see now, the players they've got are... They don't give shit. And no, no, they don't. As much as like it's really it's nice to see a big club fall from their perch. <laughs> actually, a team like Man United, who are who are literally, who literally have mainly like a lot have written a lot of history for the English game. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, need still... to be run better and but given a bit of respect get... by these foreign players. But you're never going to get that again. The way Fergie ran a club. You will though. No, you won't. You will. Like, there's directors of football. There's recruitment. Like Ferguson had all that. But yeah, Ferguson was, was all that. Ferguson was in charge of it. He ran it. They'll never exactly. let. They'll so never he, let him yeah, come he had, and do he had that. Men in good places. Yeah, like, they'll never let. They'll never let someone else come in. But he it. earned that trust. It's, it's too much. So therefore, if you let someone earn the trust and over time build a club. It it will that it will happen again, hundred percent. I believe it will. It, but in the modern game, when like post Fergie, it's just it's money, money, money. It's yeah, it short term games. It's that there's that, yeah. there's never that. And you're the first to say there's it never that sort of slow burning. It, it, it doesn't. It's too slow. But like, and the fans they are the need first to a trophy it. in the next, in the first couple of seasons. Otherwise, yeah. you're out. Like and, like you every time a manager gets sacked, you sit there and say fans turn on the coach too quickly which they do and that's what like the board have to react like Jose like, for all his faults once the fans had turned they had to get rid of it the thing is they don't Moyes have... still had 70 days like two days ago was the like anniversary of him being sacked still 70 days on that contract that they first gave him and he was they, if you look at his first season now he finished like 6th or 7th mm. that's not that bad considering they haven't actually improved that much no, considering what he inherited he yeah. inherited it. Ferguson left he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Look at the team he won the last cha- the last title with. Mm. No right. Yeah, th- they were like they knew they knew the Manchester United way, but they weren't 
world-class players like they have had, but also Man United have never really had... They have never had like a Galacticos, have they? No. So for for them to for them to go out and try and sign Pogba um, and players of like his caliber, who is supposed to be the best, one of the best midfielders in the world, that isn't that isn't Man United. They build teams. They don't go out and just they don't do what they Man build S- teams, but they still have like key star signings. Like, like, they do, yeah. Had, but like, they don't go out and spend are. what they have spent on on players the whole, on the whole team essentially. Yeah, like it's kind of like they've gone from the typical Barcelona model of the noughties to the Real Madrid model of the noughties instead of having a core team of yeah. uh, local lads, um, Catalonians. Instead, they've gone over to signing the biggest players in the world. Spending because they're trying to fix a problem. They don't know how to fix problems, so they're trying to just throw money at it, basically. The thing is, they have a lot of fucking money as a result mm. of the success and also, of Turkey in the first if, place, so it's a bit... If they spent the next ten years united, saying it's all right, and like even if the fans were on board and the fans were like, "We want you to do this rebuild," we'll be patient. We're not going to be the best team overnight. It's fine. And in some mad alternative reality, that was all that was agreed by everyone, and they were like, "Right, let's do this properly." They would fall every year. They were doing that would fall so much further behind yeah. Chelsea. City, Liverpool. I don't think they would. Uh, they would because they'll just get, they'll the top teams now go out and spend hundred million every summer, and they'll just get further and further. The golf will get That's bigger nice. and bigger, and the chances of stumbling across a core of a team that are as good as the class of '92 that you're going to be able to then get, like you say, fifteen years out of to bring you back up to the level of the teams that by that point have spent a hundred million, well, no, a billion over ten years. Mm then it's, it's just so unlikely that the only way they're going to be able to compete is to sign players that the other top four teams want to sign. And that's exactly what they've done in the last few years. Look at Sanchez. Pogba. Yeah, Sanchez, huge waste of money. Doesn't fit at all. Said that, that as soon as he signed. When they signed. Yeah, he though. said that. He doesn't fit in. There's nowhere for him to play. He's, yeah. Well, the thing is, that what can, and they, they, what, what can work, they do from now? They need to get, they get, need get to, rid of the bad eggs. Yeah, this summer... They need to accept ne- that this the next season is going could potentially they could I don't know finish eighth seventh eighth ninth and just and just go right that's fair enough forget it doesn't matter it doesn't it doesn't matter at all and it actually it actually doesn't it doesn't will go on forever it will so football football, football. Like, they're never gonna ever they're never gonna lose their status Man United as the biggest no. club in the world they're always always be talk, spoken about so they just need to accept let's have one or two seasons where we give Solskjaer um, a little bit of money a bit of freedom in the club to because he played under Ferguson he and, knows and how it all works and Ferguson's essentially a consultant at this point yeah, yeah he's he is he's got a close rapport with, with Oli and obviously he was in Barcelona for the Champions League yeah, yeah. but like he knows how it works he fucking played he was in the glory days so yeah. Let the bloke do what. Maybe Fergie just comes in with a piece of paper that just says, "Member to say the Fergie way a lot." <laughs> yeah. Pass it to him. I, I, just I think the strongest argument for your argument is that if they were to fuck Pogba off, who clearly is a fucking rotten yeah, apple. I was, I was like, he, that as well. Yeah, he's like he's a problem. He was a problem for Mourinho. Really he's a problem for fucking Solskjaer. His agent's a fucking snake who just constantly talks about Real Madrid. Just trying to get him a big contract or a move, whatever comes first. Like, 
you don't want players like that around young players coming through the academy. That's toxic. If he did get rid of them, like a strong argument for your case is even if the players like Lingard and whoever's coming through the academy now aren't good enough, they will pull their fucking hearts out and they will play out of their skin if they're playing for United and they are United boys and they have grown up in Manchester. If you put one of those players from the academy... Like when Rashford came through, no one had a fucking clue who he was. Like he literally burst out. Well, he only got paid. He literally burst. No, out. he only got paid because there was negatively. There was injuries. There was injury problems. Yeah, and he was one of the only fit strikers at the club. Yeah. So, so Jose was had his hands. No, tied. it was Van Gaal. Oh yeah, Van Gaal had his hands tied. He just played him. But he was fucking. Quality. But they're the players but, that they have in their academy that aren't being given a chance by these managers. Yeah. So Solskjaer will sit down this summer and look through the academy and go, right, he's a young and nipper. And they would play for the show. Yeah, he's a young nipper who is just as good as fucking Lukaku. Let's fuck him off because he's a dick and he's a waste of money and bring a youngster through and let him play this the whole season. Get a whole Premier League season playing for Man United under the belt mm. and then see what happens the year after. Yeah. I mean, yeah... It's a very strong argument, yeah. I'd like for all my fifteen minutes of trying to pick holes in it, if you do play eleven players who grew up with the club, they are gonna fucking even if they're not as good as the world class players, they're gonna play like they fucking really gonna be good. And as a fan really gonna try as a, as a fan, what would you what would you rather see? Yeah, eleven world class players eleven, eleven world class players play too much money causing a problem in your club and getting average results and finishing sixth in the league? Or would you rather see a group of players that fight every single week, play reasonably attractive football because they fucking just are so excited to be playing for Man United and they give yeah. their everything every week and still probably finish seventh or sixth? Yeah. I know what I'd rather see. I don't want to see Pogba play every yeah. week. And it, I mean, it's... it's, it's you got a bloody strong you, argument there. And, and, <laughs> and they've done it in sort of really I'd quite probably, They've I'd made no progress, really. I mean, they won the Europa League and they won the FA Cup, but the amount, of money that they've, the amount of money that they've, they've spent, they should be up there battling for the, battling for the league. Yeah, but Ferguson... They've spent, yeah, they've spent as much as they do. Again, I'll go back to the old Ferguson thing. You say the, they, won, oh, they won the Europa League. Yeah, OK, that's good. They won a European trophy. But Ferguson would never have dreamed of having to play in the Europa League. He would have his ambition every season was to win the league, win the Champions League, win the FA Cup, win the League Cup, win every cup, everything they're in. He, he, he would never have imagined his team playing on a Thursday night in fucking Uzbekistan. Well, that, that, it, right. he, he would have laughed at that. Mm. Yeah, no, you're totally right, and they would. You have to assume give their all if he did bring you through, and I think he would be applauded for it from outside. And I think being applauded from outside the club would go a long way in retaining your job, even if you weren't getting the results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd be doing something genuinely different. But given the track record of United post, uh, yeah, they'll sack Solskjaer in eighteen months to bring Ancelotti. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And they'll, win, and they'll win the Europa League with Ancelotti as caretaker, and then they'll appoint someone else. Yeah, they'll finish sixth again. And yeah. They'll go, Hmm. Wonder what I don't know. We'll appoint Nicky Butt. He knows a Man United way, and then we'll have eighteen, with Wales, uh, yeah. 18 months with Nicky Butt, and then they'll employ Zidane, and they'll win the Champions League, and they'll go. Well, right, we fixed it. Then they'll finish sixth the season after. Then they'll employ Gary Neville, and, and then they'll bring in yeah, bring yeah, in Phil together. Yeah. The Chuckle Brothers. Yeah. 
To me. Beckham will buy the club. Yeah. Turn it into AFC, MLS, United <laughs> of Manchester. Well, that was a very informed and genuinely enjoyable discussion we've just had there. Yeah, that was great. Uh, we've kind of fixed it. Can't wait to not problems. listen to it, back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we've talked a lot about Man United. Um, mainly because they lost 4-0 to Everton. And when the fuck yeah. does that ever happen? That's a really fucking bad result. Yeah. Really bad. Shit. Even De, even De Gea let in kind of a couple of goals that just would think that a goalkeeper... They've got to go and play City tomorrow. If, I was, if you were David De Gea, you'd go fucking Real Madrid, wouldn't you? Yeah, you really would. I mean, Courtois have had a howler this year. Mm. They're going to come knocking and they're going to get him. Well, the only reason they signed Courtois is they couldn't have De Gea. Yeah. Yeah. They only couldn't have De Gea because they fucked up on deadline day. Yeah. He literally was going to go. They accepted the offer. Um, yeah, no. I if I was, if I was United and Solskjaer, I'd be fucking quaking in my boots at playing City tomorrow. What's really funny is you know uh, Chelsea, Arsenal, and everyone has just like dropped points in the last game or so. Yeah, um, Spurs are drawing still in the 88th minute. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to mention it. They didn't capitalise on the we fact bet. that they could have gone for four points clear. We have had 26 shots. Wow. Only three on target. That's because we've got Fernando Llorente up top. That's going to be one point from two. He only scores with his hip. <laughs> so you look at that replay of that goal. He scores like, with his hip. He was, was in up? the direct line of sight of the ball and he just jumped way too high. Like he wasn't even. He didn't know or think or expect the ball to come to him. He just let it hit him. Salmon. Uh, so he cut a card off like he's just scored a fucking. Rabana or something yeah anyway so I'm, I'm disappointed that we can't beat Brighton at home yet and Saints are safe hey don't say that yet yeah, we're oh, right. you definitely I've, been, I've been banging on about it we'd be fine it's not full time yet um, so this evening just to round things up Shane Long scored the fastest ever Premier League goal never ch- ch- chasing down a ball which he never does no renowned for not moving a fucking muscle He's done a big old put some pressure on the ball and scored the quickest goal in Premier League history. I've backed him for years, Shane Long. Never said a bad word about him. I've been singing his praises, posting nice things about him on the internet, not yeah. insulting him. Oh, Tottenham scored. Yeah, yeah, he scored. Ericsson. Oh, oh fuck for that. Huh? The three points clear of Chelsea now. Oh. We said four. Yeah, I've got it's a live table. Okay. <laughs> oh my Christ! Fuck for that. Well, he's had a turn of uh, fortunes, hasn't he? Old Ericsson from gifting <sighs> City nearly, the game nearly. Yeah, to nearly gifted Spurs out of the Champions League, didn't he? That's what he nearly gifted. That's definitely got Spurs top four now. Oh, fuck. Stop saying things are that. definite when they're not. Yeah, they are definite. Come on. Are you sure we've scored? That's, it's just it's not updating. Yeah, it's Ericsson. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you just saying this to fuck with me? I'm I think you're saying it. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> left foot shot from outside the box to the bottom right hand corner assist by Deli Ali that is good news both our teams are winning this is nice what a jolly enjoyable podcast that was pleasant little podcast um, I think that's all so we've got time we for have three match days left match weeks left three of the Premier League season three podcasts of this here 2018 to 2019 season it's nearly it's, the end of our second season. This season's gone very fucking quickly. 
it didn't seem that long that long ago that we were saying that this season's going to be really boring because of the World Cup and how great that was. It hasn't been boring. It hasn't really been boring, no. I think if it, that has just been constant football for like 18 months, though, because there was Prem, World Cup, Prem. We're getting a bit of football fatigue here, lads. Yeah. For the next three weeks, at the end of each podcast, we need one word answer of who's going to win the league and see if, it change, if, see if you change your mind every week. Luton. Yeah. Which league? Yeah, Premier League. Tell you what, the Championship's good. We'll talk about that next week. Um, didn't talk about Lincoln, did we? No, we didn't. Lincoln did good. Did good, good win there. <laughs> They're in Danny Cowley. That's a United need. Yeah. Couple of brothers that really yeah. like the club. Ted Bundy. Called Gary and Phil, maybe. I don't know. Um, the Chuckle Brothers. Okay. <laughs> End of the... F- four, ah, four, three weeks to go. Who's going to win the league, Leo? City. Luke. Oh, Fuck! Watford scored. Watford scored. <laughs> oh. That's not a Why word. did you say gonna, that both teams were winning? I Why did say. you say that we were because definitely that was not true. relegated? That was a fact at that moment oh. of time. We're definitely not relegated. Stop <laughs> saying things are definite when they're not. <laughs> oh my god, it's 2 1. We're on 39 points. Oh. What? So we had a goal in the first minute and a goal in the last minute. <laughs> Who scored? Andre Gray. Oh, he's not in my fantasy team. What a boring name. <laughs> Oh, fuck's sake. That is so Saints. Yeah, um, Saints FC, goal for Watford. Crawl <laughs> on Saints, Andre Gray finds the back of the net after the ball is dropped kindly to him at close range. First reply, classic Saints. <laughs> and on that note... Yeah, I think City are going to win the league. I think they... You think City? I think City, because they've, they've got it in them. I think there's too much of a nervousness around Liverpool. Well, just for arguments, <laughs> I'll say Liverpool... And despite saying literally five minutes ago that if I was United I'd be quaking in my boots at City coming tomorrow, they might just fucking turn up, beat City, hand Liverpool the league. I'll go Liverpool, end of this week. Next week I'll say City. Well, this week I'm saying City because I want to see what that result is. If City even fucking... If, well, if they draw against United... If if, if either team drops points now, it's whoever blinks first now. I'll say so. I think it's something like 17 game weeks they haven't lost in. Could be wrong. Nice. Could be right. What, either Liverpool City or Can we just turn the sound on for the last bit of this? No, game? we're going to turn this off and then we're going to turn that on. Okay. Right. Um, that was a very productive, quick, quick, informative, quick. Good, and good podcast. Quick, end it. I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll, we'll see you next week. We will. Bye. Bye.